0: Okay. Hey, stream, what we stream?
1: <laughs> what we stream, formerly what we binge, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, this is nice background, by the way.
0: Yeah, thank you. This is episode one hundred and uh, one, one hundred and one episode, hundred first. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: We are recording with Streamyard. Does this have a time limit, by the way?
0: Uh, no, it doesn't. I think there's like a monthly time limit on the free uh, plan, which is what we're doing. Okay. And, uh, but it's like 60 hours or something or 20 hours, which, you know, we lot. never do that much per month. I think I at think- most, we do like 10
1: probably. Oh, that's true.
0: I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here. I'll start this just in case. But so, uh... uh,
0: what are we talking about? Okay. So, uh, first things first, we are on Instagram at what we stream. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and, uh, e- please email us with, uh, your love or rebuke, uh, at, uh, to the following email address, uh, what we stream podcast at gmail.com. Let's what we, what we stream podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. And, uh, yeah. so, um, what are we talking about today?
1: Actually, before we get into this subject, um, how would you describe this show? We are what we stream. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of podcasts out there that um, discuss what's streaming. But you know, before we get into uh, today's subject, let's just go over this real quick. What do yeah. you think sets us apart from other streaming slash binging podcasts? Hmm.
0: I think what sets us apart is... <laughs>
1: is
0: is my is our magnificent uh, personalities and characters and and (laughs) i think what honestly sets us apart is like i think we've managed to keep this thing going for 100 episodes now and we've been doing it remotely from hawaii and new york and we sort of talk about things that interest us and things that we think people are interested in and i don't think we get caught up in the whole like you know rat race of podcasting uh yeah which is kind of like you know we we're we're podcasters who have lives outside of podcasting
1: yeah and i would say our episodes really reflect where we are in life and it's like we, we, we don't change our everyday routines for this podcast because uh, we were both in advertising at one point and turns out our patterns are exactly what everybody else is doing. So chances are the stuff we're watching and you know. that what we're doing is the patterns of a lot of other people out there. So it's like we would rather do that than, you know, sit on our high tower and say, make time for this five hour introspection on I don't know, playing chess with the devil or something. I don't know. It's like that that
0: was actually one
1: of the first movies made. It was um there was a it was like a short film about like playing a game of chess with death, but I also think that movie became the trope for like you know, hyphalutency in movies of like this is film, and I feel like that's gonna come back, you know, that, that feeling of like this is real film, this is whatever. But yeah. right now we're in a streaming era and everyone's busy. We're both in our late 20s, early 30s. We've got things to do. So we watch what we can. We come with a diverse perspective because like, yeah, you, you don't do you want to reveal what you are on the podcast or not. Nah? What? Like, right. I mean, I, I'm Filipino Hawaiian and you are.
0: I'm a mix of several things. Uh, mix of several things. I'm like yeah. a Swiss, American, Latino, Hispanic, Greek. German guy yeah. Uh
1: very reflected in um one of our episodes where I reviewed Beyond Paradise and you talked about uh what was that Un uh, chino or something? Or? Was it
0: like Victoria or something? Or
1: yeah, which was one of our better performing like it's not one of the top five, but it was movie? like yeah. yeah, it was one of our better performing um things, um, episodes, and it actually just got listened to recently, actually quite a few times this week. I was like, huh. Nice. okay <laughs> yeah
0: did i do a whole what did i do like a whole script thing where i read out like victoria shows you berlin or i think or was it rebecca i can't remember what the name was but uh, it was like it was, shot, it was- shot in one like it was in one take and oh a, yeah that was the one where you wrote like, the episode right? yeah i wrote a thing where it's like the, the orgasmic sounds of berlin nightclubs or something like that <laughs> Uh,
1: <laughs> yes no i i think that was the one i think that was the one. <laughs> it's
0: like a word salad but like a titillating word salad you know
1: a titillating um, word salad words yeah. of a copywriter right there
0: <laughs> that would probably be shot down by half of my bosses and probably the clients uh, <laughs> just like don't can know. we say this in a simpler manner please watch
1: grammarly take that or something yeah
0: grammarly <laughs> pro writing aid all those different you know
1: yeah
0: uh or just like google correct you know like uh or like word misspelling or whatever
1: uh titillating word salads. titillating
0: word salads (laughs) Um, (laughs) this is a titillating word salad in itself this whole podcast uh but uh uh i mean we we didn't have uh, like i don't think we had like a specific thing that reached out to us this week i I feel like um which is why we're kind of being very introspective uh but um yeah. you know i think we both liked like two lawyer shows like right. you know the netflix versus disney plus so it's it's uh you know extraordinary attorney woo that i've i think we mentioned on a previous episode mm-hmm. uh you know i think i give a shout out to that tv show and you know it's about a lawyer who has uh autism and uh, how she tries to make it in the big in a big law firm in seoul yeah. in korea, South yeah. korea and uh you know all the trials and tribulations that come with that and um. the other lawyer show is uh she hulk <laughs> which is more like a lawyer who has to deal with being a hulk uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and uh
1: you know, I think that's that's the new uh, format now for all these shows. Like a lawyer, a has lawyer to do with, with blank, and yeah. is still successful. Mm-hmm. A lawyer with Hulk-itis. Hulk, powers, Hulk-itis, Hulk powers. Hulk
0: Hulk powers. Hulk uh, yeah. The whole like and, and it's like a, trying to be Deadpool at the same time.
1: Um, yeah, I think introducing the fourth wall breaking is how they're going to bring in Deadpool because i think that was kind of the um that was kind of the challenge for whoever was working on that in um at marvel or working on integrating all the 20th century studios properties it was like, how do we integrate this in a way that's still loyal to um the fan base right yeah, yeah. so now with she hulk doing all of this funky stuff it's like we can now have Deadpool three where he just comes right on in and he's like, yep. And by the way, I'm still yeah. surprised that Disney plus. <laughs> yeah. So surprised Disney plus has Deadpool and Deadpool two, hundred percent, like uncensored yeah. on Disney plus. Cause like, I remembered when they had to censor, like Daryl Hannah's butt and splash. And there was like a few shows that like wizards of Waverly plays where they had like a little bit of cleavage and they had to like censor it out. Right. so like out of curiosity i went back and looked at splash and yeah it's still censored out but deadpool uh stripper boobs are all over the place still so it's like and i i don't know what the standards are anymore does the mpaa still exist i don't even
0: <laughs> i don't know like did they have a disclaimer do they did they add a disclaimer before deadpool or do they just like you know either you have the parental <laughs> block thing yeah. on or not yeah and uh
1: yeah, I think they just gave up on making it family friendly because the rest of the world is like Disney Plus just comes with everything. So no yeah. like, <laughs> oh, definitely.
0: I, I think yeah. like uh people living in the US, like they're getting shortchanged with Disney Plus and Hulu and like having to pay all that stuff separately. Yeah. Uh like in Europe, uh everything that's on Hulu or most or Let's say the good stuff that's on Hulu is automatically on Disney Plus. Like, come on. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Or Star Plus. Yeah,
0: it's on Stars. And then, but that's like a hub on Disney Plus. Like, oh, no,
1: no, not that. There's Stars and then there's Star. 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 I think that was like a brand that already existed that they integrated into Star Plus and Star. Star I don't know. And hot star and there's like another one. Anyway, anyway, yeah. back to extraordinary attorney woo. Let us start with So
0: I mean you, you started watching it this week. What yeah. I mean, I'm kind of jaded. I've seen all the episodes. I'm I'm kind of over it now. I really enjoyed it. Yeah when I was watching it. And now I'm like, okay, I've been there, seen it. You know, yeah. I hopefully there's a season two. If not, yeah. I think it ended on a good note. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, there you are. Have nothing really yeah. much more to say. <laughs> I think it, yeah. it, it is the quintessential, like, it has all those parts or elements that you expect in a Korean rom com drama with lawyers. Mm. You know, yeah. like, you have all that, like, you know, rivalry between the young lawyers. Yeah. Uh, love storylines, people being, you know, disappointed because like they can't go out with the one that they like you know and etc. And etc. Et yeah so you
1: know well the one thing i really do like about korean shows now and i guess watching attorney Woo kind of like confirmed the patterns i've been noticing with especially korean shows because before this the last korean show i finished was a uh, rich man poor woman mm. and that was a remake of a japanese show but i'm noticing that With Korean shows, they're able to integrate more elements of life in a way that just makes it everything feel like normal and just a part of life, and everything and everyone has their quirks and also like sprinkles like some kind of like positivity, and it it just it's like with rich man poor woman. It was the first time I saw a show about tech that wasn't that wasn't necessarily about the tech you know it was like they just so happened to have jobs in tech and this just so happens to be their thing so you know we're going to integrate that and like america still has this habit of if it's going to be about video games or technology it's going to be like super centered around that like the hackers and technology is cool and Coding is the next big thing, man. You know, you know, mm-hmm. it's like and yeah, Korean shows tend to just integrate things. So with extraordinary attorney woo, I was kind of impressed that uh even with like the autism elements, even though some of it was kind of overcharacterized, I really think that they were able to integrate it in the show in a way that kind of gave it that kind of like Korean show flavor, but also kind of just presented it as like as like her struggles as just like you know the struggles of somebody that somebody something somebody would go through not yeah. you know not not so much like you know with the good doctor episode one i would criticize that a lot just because it just made everything so dramatic and you know, why would you do this and who are you <laughs> yeah like i don't know i imagine yeah, they, a lot of really <laughs> against <laughs>
0: him being a doctor like they're like yeah they don't even <laughs>
1: And after watching Korean shows, you notice that a lot of American shows it just I can't imagine it without a head jerk now, like you have to go to the doctor. Yeah, Why yeah, you have to go, like every other thing. And like Korean shows just tend to be a little bit more like, Hey, you know, we'll try this out, even though you have those once in a while, get the fuck out, kind of yeah. like moment, right? Like with, the, yeah, with like, I mean, with, like yeah. the landlord, it's like everyone's all cool, and he's just like, Oh ah, you're fucking the 20-year-old, ah, and it's yeah.
0: like okay. but- well, the thing is, it's like they, they managed to do that in Korean TV shows, but it always kind of makes sense within the plot because it's like, oh, my boss told me to integrate yeah. this uh, attorney, this new uh, attorney, Woo, into my right. team, so I have to yeah. do that even though I have, like, misgivings about it or whatever. And then, yeah. like, they realize that she's a genius. Yeah. And uh, But, like, you know, so, you know, you, you it's not just, like, I don't know, like, maybe it's just like a cultural thing. Like in America, yeah. they'll be like, I'm against it. I'm going to yell like, fuck you, boss. I'm going to tell everyone, you know, and, yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, in real life, unless you want to lose your job, like you wouldn't do that. Yeah, um, but that's sort of like, I want to, like, people want to see that in the TV shows. Like, yeah, you know, Wait,
1: uh, but, uh, Did you yeah. know the good doctor is having a spinoff called the good lawyer about a female lawyer with autism?
0: okay and like are they through, are their stories all, connected in some way or
1: like i'm i'm not sure how connected i'm pretty sure they're gonna do one of those like backdoor pilots where like one episode of the good doctor yeah. would lead into the good lawyer yeah. um there and i think that's separate from the possible american remake of attorney woo yeah and it's like you know like i i don't have autism i can't really like i i, I so i can't really delve into you know how accurate it is. Is it cringy? Do people like it? And people with autism have like all kinds of opinions anyway. So it's like, I can't really get into that, but like on a craft level, like I, I tend to look at things from a craft level and I found out sometime in college that not everybody really does that. Like when you watch a movie, what it's about is what you're seeing. And I mostly just kind of look at how I guess it's presented in terms of i guess what i consider kind of like good craft which is always changing of course and it, it, what i mean what i'm impressed so so far at least just from seeing episode one is that you know like i i really like it even from the intro where she puts on her headphones and that's like a big element of autism is putting yeah. on headphones so to block out the world and like they introduce that in the intro as just like an everyday part of her life. Like, oh, just put my headphones on and walk around, da da da. You know, this like, and then I think of sperm whales, and that's my life. That's what's on my mind. And yeah. it, it, it's such a contrast to something like The Accountant, which I read had a lot of criticism, even though I would love to see like a remake one day or a TV show that kind of does it right. Like, it did have a lot of criticism, even from the autism community that, you know, Americans tend to want to make everybody a superhero. So it's just kind of like, kind of overdoing it with his powers and overdoing it with like the interactions and being like, oh my God, he's dumb. And then the next second, oh my God, he's a genius. And out of nowhere, oh my God, he kills people. And John Berthel shows up, I love you, brother. So it's like just this stack on, just, you know, (laughs) that just tropes of American movies, I guess, (laughs) but um yeah, it's uh, I, I am trying to lean towards a lot of international shows just to see kind of how they integrate things, integrate like just various elements of life and having just various characters. And before I pass it on to you, I just want to bring up that um, my fiance and I have wa- started McDeal McBeal uh, fairly recently and we didn't expect to like the show. We were just trying to scroll through Hulu and find old shows we've heard about but never really got to. And watching Ally McBeal and comparing it to Extraordinary Attorney Wu, it's like they Extraordinary Attorney Wu tends to integrate the quirks in a way that's very like Ally McBeal-like. And a lot of the stuff that Attorney Wu does isn't really far off what some of the characters in Ally McBeal would do, including Ally McBeal herself or even like John Cage. So this feels like the first time they're just having a lawyer show that just kind of says it out loud you know, hey, this character has autism rather than kind of like hint, hint, stepping around it. Like I think Allie McBeal was trying to do at the time.
0: Yeah. And like I
1: I, I found this funny tweet from I think this uh, person has autism and like has like a comedy tweet. And I looked up, does John Cage have autism on Google? And the first thing that came up with was this girl's tweet that says she thinks everyone in Allie McBeal has autism because they're like... (laughs) This was her joke, but it was just like, cause like everyone is in their own head and like, doesn't like, you know, has like a whole like world of quirks that like they're into and stuff. So I I just thought that was funny. And like, if this person on Twitter does have autism, I'm just happy that like their voice is getting out there and we don't have to like step around the subject or like guess or just call it quirky. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I'm excited to watch more of this show, though, but I, I, it's just kind of leaning me more toward just Korean shows in general for casual viewing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been doing that since our, like, you know, rant episode about, like, Netflix sucking most of the time. Yeah. And whereas, like, yeah, I mean, I'm still, f- and now I think it's, I mean, it really is like streaming fatigue, but. Like, there are moments where, like, House of the Dragon came out, and I was like, okay, I really want to watch that. Um, right. But, like, the only show that I was, like, watching kind of religiously, or the only two shows that I was watching religiously week per week was, like, two Korean shows. Uh-huh. Uh, one being, yeah, Extraordinary Attorney Woo, and the other one is Alchemy of Souls that just ended this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, or season one ended, and there's going to be a season two coming out. Um, like everything else, I'm just like scrolling, and I'm like, no no, no, yeah, no, no, nah,
1: yeah. Hmm. You, you know. know, what's sad about that whole HBO Max thing? How like Warner Brothers or Discovery or Warner Brothers Discovery is like yeah. purging a bunch of stuff. Deep inside, we all know that this is kind of a smart business decision because everybody this is that that is the pattern of most people when they watch TV now. It's like you skip a bunch of good stuff because they're mixed in with everything so much and mixed in with the bad stuff that yeah. you just end up going back to the thing you know because everything is a little devalued when they're just kind of thrown at you like that.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, they, they, uh, I think they kind of realized that a lot of people just scroll without knowing what to watch yeah. on Netflix anyway. So they have that, like, you know, try something feature. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that. Yeah, and then it doesn't really do work for me doesn't really work for me but you know
1: yeah they need to improve their algorithm for that kind of th- for that part <laughs> yeah
0: i mean you know uh but then it also depends on like what are you in the mood you know in terms of what what's like what movie or tv show fits your mood you know and yeah. and uh like do i want to watch something romantic do i want to watch something that's like you know uh Rambo style like action or something yeah yeah you know I think like um I actually saw the gray man this week uh because we talked about it a couple episodes ago I think and yeah and uh yeah that that was fun but then I was like okay out of my mind totally forgot about it
1: yeah uh, and it was such an expensive movie so it shouldn't have been that kind of movie that you just kind of just watch and throw out but it's like it ended up being that kind of movie and yeah I don't, I don't know. Netflix I don't know. I, Netflix was, just created uh, a new genre of like $200 million background movies. So yeah, I don't
0: true. know. The thing is, you know, we might be the only ones who feel that way. I mean, I didn't like, I know some people like at work or like, yeah, I loved it. Wasn't Ryan Gosling amazing? And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. You know, it was good in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and I was like, it's like John Wick, uh, but like. I guess more grounded in reality, if that's even possible. But, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, apparently the next uh John Wick is not even going to be called John Wick 4, it's just going to be called John Wick, which was the title of the first John, the Wick. first one, yeah. So, that's, they're going to do Wick. the Fast and Furious thing then. When
0: no, it's going to be every... John Wick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then the next one is going to be i don't know like john, john Reeves, john <laughs> yeah,
0: john, john wick with like a, a y and yeah. an e at the end
1: john wick for john wick five or something or john
0: like wicks that. you know like that vapor rub thing you know <laughs> wicks. John It's vapor rub <laughs>
1: Part seven. what's up
0: parrot? Parabellum, it's vapor rub, uh, you know vapor rub, you know.
1: <laughs> too too wicked, too furious.
0: Like he's been in the he's been living in the sewers for so long, he needs some vapor rub, man. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm back. That's my favorite counter Keanu Reeves line yeah. next to yeah. chocolate with
0: sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> from what movie was that from?
1: um what was it the one with anna de armas, uh, Ana de armas? Uh, oh knock, yeah knock 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 <clears throat>
0: knock knock it's like sprinkles uh, but uh <laughs> sprinkles. actually i i uh like 47 ronin is in my queue so I, I might watch that later on just to get my you know keanu reeves fix but like, I was actually talking about Keanu Reeves with my girlfriend the other day, and I was like, you know, like, actually, he's the only famous person I think that I would be really stoked to meet. Like, I, I mean, I'd be stoked to meet any yeah. famous person, I guess, but like, well, but I would like to lose my a, shit if I met Keanu Reeves.
1: He's the one you have like the highest chance of meeting too, because he just like rides the subway and sits on park benches and stuff. So, yeah, you, you might meet him.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I might meet him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, he's just like a chill dude, like. Yeah. I think if you just say, hey, do you want a coffee or something? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'd love some. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a I kid love. talking about like, yeah, when I meet Superman, he's to- totally going to want to meet my dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like we missed out on not having Counter Reeves as uh, Doctor Strange because... I think, he, I think he was in contention. I know Walking hey Phoenix was, but I'm pretty uh, sure. I have
0: fingers crossed for, um, dude, uh, Ghostwriter. Like yeah. Keanu Reeves as Ghost Rider. That would be amazing.
1: I'm just bummed because, like, that part at the end of uh, Doctor Strange 2 where uh, Benedict Cumberbatch goes, ah, and the third eye pops out. Yeah. Whatever. Imagine that scene, but with Keanu Reeves.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: that would blow my mind coming up.
0: <laughs> yeah. that would
1: just be a meme at this point just going Gah! and just having like an eye pop out Yeah,
0: but like you know like Benedict Cumberbatch's wig like his Doctor Strange wig like, yeah. it, it's looking like a Kabuki wig now it's like <laughs> it doesn't feel like a real wig anymore it feels like something someone would wear like during a Kabuki conf- uh, performance you know what
1: uh feel like a kabuki wig all the uh targaryen wigs yeah kind of Thrones. like that yeah
0: <laughs> it's like a kabuki wig and, yeah. and then just wait for some guy in the background like oh you know like and with the... a <laughs> dude i love kabuki i've never seen it but like i just love that shit it's just like because it's yeah. it's all about it's all about being over the top and being like you know yeah. These it's great like the characters yeah. from Japanese folklore, you know, yes, probably costs a lot. Like, probably costs more than Broadway. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I might go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child one of these days. Um, on Broadway, they cost like, dude, why is it so expensive?
1: I don't know. Is it canon? That's the only thing I'm like, not I don't sure. Know.
0: How. I don't know. I like,
1: know. Now it's like you have separate movies and you have cursed child and jk rowling saying is saying they're all in like the same line but
0: i mean like movies are
1: based on the movies something's going to be kind of different right and this plays like you know i don't know
0: i mean i don't listen to jk rowling anymore uh like you know (laughs) i just enjoy the works for what they are
1: (laughs) yeah separate the art from the artist
0: yeah, man. Um, uh, I mean, people uh, are really sh- sh- like people are already shitting on Hogwarts uh, legacy because of the whole yeah. like J.K. Rowling being connected to the world that she created. Uh,
1: well, I mean, like she's kind of just following the path of most known writers. It's just she has Twitter now, and it's yeah. like she's not really that different from like J.R.R. Tolkien or even H.P. Uh, yeah. Lovecraft. You know, they all had their <sighs> views. That they um, expanded on and wouldn't shut up about Years. and yeah. insert, a, insert a creature into for some reason in all their books. So
0: I mean, you know, yeah. after she started saying that wizard used to just shit on the ground and magic it away, <laughs> I just like stopped listening to what she was saying. So
1: I feel like yeah. that would be like the, the beginning of a Wu Tang album. You know how like they have the Method Man song where they just say, I'll, I'll shit in your neck or whatever. I feel like. That would just start a song like Method Man being like, "Yo, what if, what if I took a shit and then swung a wand and the shit went away, and it would lead into like, <laughs> I don't know, some really hardcore song."
0: <laughs> Teleported to the ocean, and like oh, throw okay. it into a whale's face. Wouldn't yeah. that be a
1: funny Wu Tang album if they just had all the members? <laughs> Read all of J.K. Rowling's tweets. It's just like <laughs> Dumbledore's gay. It wasn't shit on the ground. M E T H O T. And then Martin Schriller would be like, Yes, this is art. Let's jack up the yes. price of another pill. I want this.
0: Yes, let's take this to uh, MoMA, guys. Uh... <laughs> yeah.
1: Martin Schriller.
0: who's Chris I forgot who that (laughs) guy was
1: he's the guy who bought the Wu-Tang album who jacked up the price of uh, the HBO.
0: oh that asshole yeah okay I remember so I I thought I thought the
1: the sequence of events was that he jacked up the price and then he bought the Wu-Tang album but turns out and this is from um it's on HBO Max right now and it's also Mm -hmm. on TNT uh, rich and shameless uh, it's like a line. It's like a bunch of shows where or episodes, like an anthology about, um, I guess, rich and shameless things that happened. Right. And they have an episode about Martin Scarella, and apparently he put the order in before he did like the pill. Like apparently Wu Tang Clan knew it, and they were like, "Oh, this guy is interesting." And then over time, uh, it started to leak out in the news, and like I guess I think it was after he bought the Wu Tang out album or like put his down payment or whatever like before he put his name in and said I'm going to be the one to buy it Yeah, like he did that first and then after he like jacked up the price of the pills so I'm kind of like and turns out that was the entire purpose of the company was to find these like unknown or lesser known but valuable cheap pills and just jack up the price and you know defended by saying that you know, you have to keep the stockholders in mind first. You know, the shareholders matter first legally, which is true, but that kind of became one of the defenses for him to do that. So, in other words, this is kind of segueing its way to watch Rich and Shameless <laughs> there is some stuff. Yeah. Now that I'm just talking about a TV show. I'm just going to talk about it, whatever. Oh, so, Rich and Shameless. Uh, the other episode I saw was about Girls Gone Wild. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Uh, you know, those old videos where they got college girls to, like, lift off their shirts and go, whoo! Oh, yeah, so spring,
0: like, spring break on, on VHS or something or whatever. Yeah,
1: and now all of those are, like, valueless because of uh, Pornhub and whatnot. And it's, like, yeah, it's... So, there was a whole episode of that and about Joe Francis. And it was just funny, because, like, like, I think I mentioned this on another episode before, that this is the first time I'm watching these historical looking back documentaries on stuff like i naturally grew up with Mm -hmm. so it's just interesting watching something look back on that era and like poking holes in it for the first time because nobody poked holes at the time and now it's like they're poking
0: (laughs) (laughs) but it's usually that way it's like you know no like in the moment no one really talks about shit yeah. And then afterwards, like, oh, that was some crazy stuff that happened. Um, you know. I don't know. It's yeah. it's like uh, I don't know, like who who had the idea of being like, Yeah, like girls gone wild and we're gonna film them and people apparently are the, them story,
1: them. Apparently the story was because at the time, um Like, in order to watch crazy shit, you'd have to go to Blockbuster and find the weird VHS that nobody rented. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, people would actually send around a VHS to everybody, like, dude, you got to watch this shit. You got to watch this shit. And it's stuff that people would look up now, like, you know, house fires and wars and all this dark stuff. And Joe Francis found out and found in one of the VHS is like this crazy spring break. So, in his mind, it's like, Why don't we sell these videos, videos like this, cut out all the violent shit that, you know, and all the robberies and stuff and just focus on these girls having a good time. So it started with that and then it turned into his power hungriness and him kind of riding that idea of girls taking off their shirts and just riding it into, you know, Seeing how far that concept could go, and it went, li- uh, needless to say, it went too far. So,
0: <laughs> it's kind of like, um, you know, what stock 99? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, they were shooting that, the man. whole thing, Is they were filming, they were shooting the whole event, and they were, at, you know, like that. had cameras going between, like, you know, the concert goers and the festival goers, and they're like, yeah, they're cameras, I'm gonna act extra crazy just so that, like, I'll you know, they'll get this on tape and I'll be on TV or something. And it's always yeah. the same, like, there's a camera. I'm going to show my worst possible self.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that, like, the era we're going through right now where everybody's kind of, like, chilling out from, I guess, all the hype of, like, social media that got stronger because, you know, COVID and all, like, the protests and riots and whatnot and just everything that was happening in a span of, what, a few years. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Just took social media to such a hype that it's just dying now. But it's yeah. like, that like everyone's kind of it's kind of like cooling off a little bit. Hopefully, but um, yeah, I, I just feel like what happened in Woodstock Talk ninety nine is what happens whenever there's a new medium that comes out. Like when it, whenever there's a new medium, like social media, or you know, when people yeah, that started was pay-per-view. Having- <laughs> but yeah, or like pay per view, right? Or like there's like pay-per-view. a new there's thing that when there, there's a new thing that's dedicated to showing a side of people that you don't always see and people doing crazy stuff it's like that just opens the floodgates for just like craziness for a few years yeah, man. and yeah I, I it's like people are talking about social media now like oh my god this thing is going to destroy the world but it really is just kind of like the next version of what's always been happening the more cameras you have out or the more possibility for infamy they people are going to run with it right yeah so, yeah
0: well that that's the world of extroverts you know like i <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't understand that world you know
1: That uh, i don't that understand world the... that
0: like you know impulse uh i know but, uh yeah. this is the guy I, who who has a podcast uh
1: but we're but, inside yeah, but we we're are.
0: inside. Yeah. Thing is, I'm I'm loud on the inside. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. Attorney Woo. Attorney <laughs> Woo, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did not know. You like think? uh Yeah, I mean that's my thing. I'm more like I'm gonna watch something either I'm gonna watch something that's like boss to the wall crazy, like the boys, or yeah. uh, in the meantime like in on my in my downtime, I'll watch something like yeah, attorney woo. And, uh, uh, you know, where it's like the most, you know, X-rated kiss possible is just like people just like slapping lips, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like standing next to each other. Like that was a <laughs> like I was watching Alchemy of Souls with my girlfriend the other day. And they're like, oh, they're kissing. They're actually kissing this time. They're not just like standing close to each other and just like touching, yeah. bones, you know, <laughs>
1: and it's oh, like yeah, oh, yeah. they're yeah. hugging
0: each other. Wow. You know, yeah. like this is. Like when you compare that to American TV shows or even European, like Western TV shows where it's yeah. like, you know, I just met you, let's have sex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, you is, is, it, is, it an American,
1: is it an American show? Like, is it specifically an American trope where characters have sex in the very first episode or the very first act of an episode mm-hmm. and then wonder why this is causing all their problems?
0: i guess i don't know well thing is it's like i don't know i've been watching too much like real housewives of new york city with uh, my significant other uh and it's just like i guess it's very new york i'm not sure if it's in maybe other maybe it's also like in la or like i guess big cities but i it's the same in europe like in big cities more like berlin but it's kind of like you know um like in other countries it'll be like i like the getting in a couple is like you go out you meet each other you have dinner or whatever you get Mm -hmm. comfortable with each other and then you know hey uh like and then you kind of go first base third base whatever etc right but like uh i guess in like these high end like places of like real housewives of new york it's like let's have sex first and then we'll figure out if we like each other yeah and uh
1: you know it's funny because like that that's not even 100 percent normal too but it's like I think that's like a getaway for like if you grow up, because America does have a huge amount, almost maybe majority even of like very conservative, very evangelical, very like like not conservative politically, but also maybe politically, but like conservative in like how you run your life, kinds of places where yeah, you know, you really encourage people to kind of follow a specific way of life. So sometimes I wonder if those shows are like the getaway or the escapism
0: getaway drug for people who have like, who live more conservatively, I guess. Yeah.
1: Cause it's like, um, maybe that's what these American shows are for. Whereas a lot of like these Korean shows, you know, it's not, it's not like, you know, South Korea is like an especially huge place. It's, Like, Mm -hmm. you can kind of talk to everybody in the same show, but America is so huge and, like, so different in everybody's lifestyles that you kind of have to just make shows that live on the extremes yeah. in order to, like, feel like an escapism for people that live on the other extreme, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's, I think it's also, like, maybe, uh, I think the added, like, dimension is that they don't necessarily, like, they're already very well off like yeah uh, so like all they worry about is like who am i going to like go to the party with tonight yeah and uh i mean that's how it feels anyway when you watch it it is like, more that's fun that's when the it... only thing that i have to worry about is not whether i'm gonna pay rent or do this or do that like i can afford a seven thousand dollar a month hotel room that's fine so like i'll just yeah. focus on like hey who am i gonna bone tonight and it's kind of like, yeah
1: uh, <laughs> it, it's not <laughs> that
0: sounds great you know that kind of lifestyle if you can afford it uh, but yeah, I
1: feel like it will never not be an appeal because even in Shakespeare's day and even before that and g- Greek tragedies and whatnot, there will never not That's be an appeal for method. people that, <laughs> that live at like <laughs> the top of society and go to the top of society events. Yeah. But the way they act is so freaking like, yeah. like, it, it's like it's below, top, like below, it, it's so below and so over the top, even like,
0: yeah. you
1: know, the average person, because you would think this is like everyday problems. And that's the appeal. But no, these are like more than everyday problems. These are just like problems, problems, like people at their yeah. worst problems. And it's like, I, I don't think there'll ever not be an appeal for that. Like yeah. before the Kardashians, it was Dynasty. You know, there was a, what is it? Well, what were all those shows from before? There was Kardashians, Empire, Dynasty. There's Dynasty. A, uh, uh The one about the oil that I do not Alex, there you go. The oil. Yeah.
0: Texas uh ranger, <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and they're trying to do it with a uh, House of Ho on HBO Max, but for yeah. the most part, everybody just is very like kind of stoic, even when they're partying, it's like yeah. they're never not aware that there's cameras there, so it's like yeah, you
0: know. Well, you know, I think it's like it's one of those things where I guess like if you analyze it, it's like yeah. it's not that deep it's just it's just very shallow and uh you know and it's just like um some of it is orchestrated some of it isn't because it's a reality tv show right and they'll they'll like the producers will push things or tell someone something that'll set them off and hey we have the next arc for like this season you know and uh you know uh bethany is angry at uh what was her name can't remember uh um, sonia Beth- or someone like bethany versus um she it wasn't was sonia but but i think apparently sonia t- talks a lot of shit about everybody on that show so everyone's angry oh my god sonia. Bethany, okay. yeah oh my god like and, the, and
1: sonia oh my god <laughs> oh god
0: going at it like you know you know they're really
1: my, uh, uh my, even there, so cringe get away yeah and they're all on the upper east sonia. side
0: uh you know yeah. <laughs> And so I was like, "Yeah, she talked to Page Six. What Page Six? Seriously? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what Page <laughs> Six is. <laughs> and I'm sure most people don't even know. It's like, oh yeah, it's the gossip column. Okay, yeah, I get it. You know, I thought uh, Page Six
1: was like it's a separate newspaper. Is it like the yeah, specific or, or maybe it's it's, it's
0: a it's a specific probably website where yeah. like maybe Page Six was like the colloquial term for the gossip column. I guess." And uh, I don't know, I'm making, I'm making this shit up as I go along, but I think that's what it is. But, yeah. Uh, and now it's like an actual like uh, website where it's like, oh, this is all you get like TMZ or like, but on yeah. like a blog form.
1: Quick thought about reality TV. I, I think, cause like, I didn't grow up with a lot of reality TV just cause I would get like mad at the characters over time. Like if I watch Jersey Shore, it's like they would fight and then, and then talk. And then purposely cause another another problem and then fight over that problem and i would be yeah. like this is like unrealistic of course it's fake but it's i think reality tv is actually more realistic than real life because like it's messy but yeah. i had to embrace over time that that's really what life is because I, I loved tv shows and stuff with the story and a good story and good art direction and writing and all of that and like you know direction direction like I loved all of that, but I'm starting to realize the reason I loved those is because it streamlined life and I just don't like messiness in life. It just streamlined it and presented it in a way of like, okay, if this, this, this happens, then this happens. But if I'm going to be completely honest, in real life, it is Kardashians. It is Jersey Shore. Yeah. It is real Housewives. Well, it is yeah. like people will cause problems just for something to fight about. Yeah. You know? I mean,
0: like I wouldn't say that exactly, but it's sort of like I feel like reality TV is like what would life be like if everyone was like, you know, didn't worry about what people thought and just like said things from the gut like all the time. <laughs> uh you know j- because like that's sort of the incentive is like hey you know i'm gonna i'm not gonna temper myself i'm just gonna be like you know f- no filter you know yeah. blah 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 is a bastard blah blah i hate yeah. him uh, and like he like he betrayed yeah. me traitor uh you know like yeah. oh he said this at the party or she said that yeah. and it's like i was going oh, well, ever uh, get
1: over i don't know who did this who's the one with the, the fake leg a, uh, one of the characters has a false leg or something which tv show it was one of the Real Housewives because it's like oh. it was the first time I saw a clip and I think really I missed that I don't know. Like there was a there was an episode where everybody was like talking something around the table, and then one of the ladies goes like, "I know you guys talk about my back," and she so like, "You know, the only thing fucking fake about me is this fucking leg," and she just throws her leg on the table, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then all, oh, all whoa, the people all the people worry. in the background are like borderline laughing. Because I think some of them were extras and like had no idea that was about to happen, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, that, that was the first thing where I was like, maybe I should watch this show.
0: <laughs> like, like that was the thing I want to see are like because it's usually like the the women of the real like the housewives who are going at right. it, and I always right. want to see the husbands or the friends or the guy friends who are there because you can yeah. see their expressions are like they're trying to eat their p- spaghetti or something, and they're like, whoa, well, when here these we go, shows- again, guys, you know. <laughs>
1: Well, when these shows are about men,
0: they're just used to it.
1: When these shows are about men, people borderline like die. That's the only thing. It's like, have you ever seen either Ultimate Fighter or uh, I? I remember watching Ultimate Fighter growing up, and like everybody would be calm because they're like they're MMA fighters. They 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 have to learn to like you know handle things, like handle their emotions stuff. But there's always that one hothead character that like borderline knocks out everybody in the house for no reason. And the other show was uh. I love New York when they got New York from the, the girl from uh Flavor of Love and she led her own show and it was men. Yeah. Um so, yeah, like, one guy actually choked out another guy yeah. and the crew had to run in. Holy and it Jesus. was scary, it was not even funny at that point. It was scary. So it's like yeah, maybe that's why they keep <laughs> when it's about men, these these guys people almost die. It's like it's like no drama, no drama, no drama. Oh my god, you know, kind of like a Korean show anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> i didn't see that one coming uh but uh, ah, uh zinger. singer of the week uh but uh zinger uh but yeah. uh yeah i don't know yeah it, it's sort of like i guess like guys are more likely to just keep quiet and then strike i guess yeah then like <laughs> you know like you have to talk this out you said i was a bitch in front of everybody you know and yeah um uh, you know the guy will be like i'm gonna fucking kill you bro and yeah exactly <laughs> it's like you mess with me you get the horns
1: yeah these yeah these shows are scary yeah,
0: yeah. i don't know so uh, point is i'm not really that into like i think i'm more into reality tv than i care to admit uh mm-hmm. but it's never my first choice yeah if i'm being completely honest like it, it will never be my first choice like if i have i don't know i think i can watch like andrew garfield have like a, you know, cry fest or something. Like I'll watch that before Real Housewives.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, I will enjoy it in clips. Reality TV, I'll watch in clips. I don't think I can watch like a full episode. Like every time I see Kendall and Kylie, like uh, Jenner, like doing something really big or famous now, like the first thought I always have is like the one episode I saw the Kardashians when they were like, I think preteens. And they worked yeah. at a soup kitchen, and they're like, "Oh my god, And the first time I saw a problem outside of myself." And I just, I just didn't know. That's how people lived. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So it's like it's almost distracted to watch reality TV because I can't watch walk into a Walmart, see yeah. like Kendall or Kylie's face in the makeup section, and my first thought is, "Oh my god, these found with people!" And it's oh my god, yeah. and it was like pre before they got like plastic surgery and. Got a lot of makeup, and they're just
0: like, I don't yeah. Know.
1: Anyway, anyway, yeah. I
0: think, I think you, you know, if you come from that kind of pampered, sheltered lifestyle, like you don't know how li- how life can be until you clean a McDonald's toilet, you know. Uh,
1: <laughs> and just McDonald's just telling me how much about life, and <laughs> yeah. it's
0: like I know that you know you got to roll with the with yeah. punches, and sometimes yes. you have to clean a shit and the a all-
1: to me, all teenage girls sound like Lil Wayne. Like, oh my God, young money. I'm like, yeah, these people are living in their lives. <laughs>
0: what? what? Kill me now. Uh-
1: <laughs> anyway, we have ten minutes left. She-Hulk.
0: <laughs> She-Hulk, which was supposed to be the second topic of this episode um so i mean did you watch episode two i i watched episode two yesterday
1: i, I didn't watch uh, episode two yet i just know still, abomination comes back right
0: yeah yeah abomination shows up um but tim in Roll. its deflated form so just tim uh, roth know, right yeah just tim roth going like yeah but you know i thought i was a hero and then like <laughs> you know whatever uh but um you know because uh plot twist um she Hulk has to you know represent um uh, abomination for his like parole or something. And, wait
1: why uh, is he uh why is he on trial? Like
0: I mean like he's been locked up for like beating or like fighting against the Hulk and destroying part of Harlem and in the Incredible Hulk.
1: Oh this is, oh he's still and he's like, still
0: locked up, yeah.
1: Like up for that? Okay, yeah.
0: For that, but thing is, like, he was doing it on orders from the military. So, like, legally speaking, like, you know, he was like, "But I was the good guy, and the Hulk was the bad guy, and now he's the hero, and I'm locked here." You know, and you know that's sort <laughs> of like the thing, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I think for me, the jury's still out on She Hulk. Like, I'm enjoying it. It's funny, but not like laugh out loud kind of funny. Yeah, and I'm still like it's it's like chuckle, you know. I, I chuckle when I when I watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, still, but first, you know,
0: whatever. I
1: don't know how the rest of the episodes are gonna be like, but I remember Ally McBeal being. Uh, I read that it was like brought up as an influence, but to be honest, I don't see that many like similarities. Like mm-hmm. other than it being a quirky, funny lawyer show, it's like it's not really, it's not really that close in style or tone or anything. It's still very clearly uh, an MCU show. And I think that's one of Kevin Feige's concerns is that, you know, as much as they try to diversify their content now, like Marvel is starting to come with like a feel and that works out for it in some ways. And then it works out, it doesn't work out in other ways. Like a show like this Marvel sometimes. I wonder if it would have done better if it wasn't connected to the mcu not not because of like you know you know it shouldn't be in the mcu but just for the idea of like i like wonder how it that was its own of, thing it was its own thing no backing from marvel but had like a reasonable budget and if it was like an fx show or something like what it just have been it, it could have been like a more like notable show because like
0: yeah, I think so. People can people can
1: only really think of things in a stream and as much as they want to diversify the MCU, you know, our brains are only really wired to think of the MCU as like a straight line. So, yeah. it's kind of sad when you think see things like Ms. Marvel get lost in the mix because there's just so much happening in this one straight line that, you know, people put shows to the side and, you know, don't come back to it until like way later.
0: So, yeah no but yeah yeah, i think that the problem with the disney plus like marvel shows is that a lot of people won't watch them and then like a lot of stuff that you see in the movies now like tie back to the stuff that happens in the um you know in in the shows so like i mean you know scarlet witch being one thing that like if you didn't see if you hadn't watched uh, uh wandavision like you wouldn't get like you wouldn't understand the character as well like uh in um mm-hmm. you know the way she was in um dr strange in the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. and um i don't know that's something that people that i know in my life like i've complained about and they're like yeah but i don't want to watch everything you know and they're like yeah i enjoyed right. Moon Knight, i enjoyed this but like i don't want to watch this or that and yeah. uh and i feel like yeah i mean ms marvel like if it was its own thing you know like um on yeah FX and maybe something a bit more grown-up feeling rather than this is the next like chapter in the marvel you know cinematic universe where yeah. it's like oh another thing it's like oh, i'm gonna have to watch another thing and then there's another thing and then they're oh blah yeah. and then i mean i think they're they're doing kind of like it's starting to feel like netflix where it's like we're gonna do different versions or different genres in the same timeline yeah and uh some people love it some people won't like it uh some people just love moon knight some people will only like falcon winter soldier some people will only like she hulk you know so i think they're trying to cover all the bases all their bases and at the same time they're kind of not doing it as well as they could if it was just like a streamlined thing but you know but like that's where they're going like you know it's it's uh, you want she hulk she hulk is a totally different like comic it's a different feel or miss marvel it's also like it, it's more like comics where every co- not every comic is is the same and not every comic right. has, has the same vibe yeah but in that like in that sense uh it's cool there's di- there's more diversity in terms of the storytelling uh mm-hmm. but then it's also like you know it's too much for the average person to follow if they really want to know everything about the mcu yeah uh, nowadays i mean even all the movies like if you weren't yeah. really like the infinity saga yeah like i think most people like except for those mcu diehards like you and me i guess at the time yeah. uh most people like m- half of those movies just like flew over their heads and yeah. like yeah i like Guardians of the galaxy y'all yeah, watch avengers I mean, oh, it's a thing now more? to like yeah, no. yeah, catch whatever.
1: up on it. There are people now that know a lot about it because it became the new like you know how people would have like Harry Potter movie marathons yeah. and or the Rings. Dah, dah, dah. This is like the new movie marathon. Yeah, this is like the Star Wars. The MCU. Yeah, of yeah. The,
0: this is like the Star Wars of the 2010s, more or less. And yeah, then Phase Four. So nice. You know, I don't know. I I keep seeing like these crit you know critical videos about Phase Four of the MCU. And I yeah. feel it's just like how can you top what happened at the end of Endgame? Like, you know, everything we've experienced, like you can't really top that. So I'm not surprised that a lot of people feel like Phase 4 is kind of like there were yeah. some things that that people enjoy some things that like, you know, there's no consensus I think about Phase 4, which yeah. is why it's kind of like all over the place. But, yeah. you know, I kind of expected it like you can't keep topping what happened. Like, you have to fall down and then build back up. And I think that's more or less what's yeah. happening. And I'm hoping that, you know, the Kang dynasty and, and yeah. you know, those Avengers movies that'll come out in phase, what, like, nine or whatever it is. Like, how many yeah. phases? No, f- phase six. Like, yeah. um, you know, I think, I hope that it'll build up to that. And then yeah. I hope that the Avengers movies are kind of coalesce everything together and be like, okay, this is where we're going, and that's right. what's happening.
1: Yeah, and now they have so many characters to work with. Like, I can't believe uh, Namor is actually coming in. Yeah, like,
0: Namor's coming.
1: Like, awesome. yeah. And so they they just have they have a lot of people to work with, <laughs> and it's like I think a multiverse of madness was supposed to be the experiment for like how far they can go and mm-hmm. now uh I, I never saw thor love and thunder i heard mixed things about it but i think yeah, upon forever mean. is going to be the, the first like really streamlined yeah. standalone marvel movie in a long time that's yeah, just going to so. be like hey we're gonna we're staying here you know we're staying in this one area that's what i liked about moon knight it was like after all the mix-ups it was like moonlight was like we're gonna stay here yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's like its own remember. thing.
0: Like it could exist yeah. outside of the MCU. And yeah. It would still make sense. Like, you know, you could still follow the story. Yeah.
1: And it wasn't too big scale. It wasn't too small scaled It was just it was kind of just right for the time, you know.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, you know, She Hulk, uh, you know, I think I hope like I don't think it's bad. I think it's actually good. I just don't think it's great um and um we'll see but we're we're only at episode two so you know I think the problem with the Disney plus shows is that they started strong and then ended badly usually or ended like weaker than they started so all the Disney
1: Plus franchise shows it's like great first three and then the except for
0: Moon Knight dude like Moon Knight is the only thing where at the end you're like what um yeah. but uh and loki to some extent as well because like you had that whole like you know kang thing show up at the end i was like oh yeah that's cool but yeah. um yeah i'm hoping that she-hulk will follow the uh will be more of a moon knight than um uh, what like wandavision i guess or <laughs> uh. <laughs> or, or a falcon and winter soldier where it's sort of like started strong and then the ending was like yeah, like fan service moment, yay, yeah, and then yeah. blah. Uh, which, which they
1: did. Which they did admit. <laughs> both shows admitted that they had to kind of rush the endings because of uh, COVID. So, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll give I mean, you that. I for, I'll, I'll for, uh, Yeah, I'll give them that. I forgive them. I forgive yeah. you guys. I, yeah. Whatever. I I don't have shit to say about that. But yeah. Okay. Uh, last
1: thing. Oh, actually, before we wrap up, last thing mm-hmm. I just want to say is. Uh, I'm getting kind of more and more bummed that a uh, Batgirl was canceled just because um, like there's funeral screenings happening at Warner. Bros. Discovery. Now. <laughs> <The other Discovery. laughs> but it's like what, what Warner Brothers discovery is doing is smart right now in that they are shopping some of their series to other people. Like I think um, Hulu, Apple, plus, Apple TV plus, and, um, Netflix, they're mm-hmm. battling over Batman Cape Crusader right now, which is supposed to be the yeah. sequel to the Batman animated series. Um, mm-hmm. House Party, the the, the remake that um, LeBron James is producing, uh, that may or may not be going to theaters, they said. So that one I thought was scrap, but it turns out that might go to theaters. So that just kept making me think like... And there's like another one. Oh, Evil Dead Rise. That was supposed yeah. to be on HBO Max only. And now that's going to theaters. So that's just making me think that, like, could Batgirl have had that potential? Like, even if for some reason it was, like, the worst movie of all time, could you have either put it in theaters or at least put it on another streamer where it's not bogged down by expectation from everything else that's on the streamer, right? So it's like if you just put it on a smaller streamer or something, sell it to Stars for all anybody cares, or Showtime but it's like
0: put it
1: on cw yeah just put it for free on the cw and then if people like it then just put so it somewhere else or
0: something i don't know um, yeah just the, it same way,
1: the same way cbs keeps playing uh star trek discovery now so i'm like could you have? could they have you have done something with that that you know would have worked in its favor but i don't know i don't
0: know it's, anyway,
1: uh, whatever
0: on that yeah. sad note uh <laughs> Boo-hoo. Sad, that girl. Boo-hoo. Sad. It's Boo. sad it's very sad uh but uh... <laughs> sad girl sad sad girl oh oh sad girl. Uh, oh wait applause <laughs> you had it this whole time <laughs> i had, had it your... this whole time here put it
1: up so people can see for the
0: yeah for, for the that. people yeah, there you go. For a
1: potential audience, yeah. Okay,
0: thank you for listening, guys. Uh, this has been a uh, relaxed episode. And, um, yeah, thank you for coming back. Uh, those of you keep coming back to uh, to our podcast, our little show that could. Um, so you can follow Chew. us, choo-choo. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at what we streamed. <laughs> that was lame. Uh, we can follow us <laughs> <laughs> what we stream. Uh, on Instagram and uh, please email us uh to what we stream podcast at gmail.com that's what we stream podcast at gmail.com long ass email um and um yeah thank you for coming listening and uh peace michael do you have anything peace peace, peace.